Farmer. What comes to mind when I say that word? Well, if you look at the statistics, it's probably someone like me who's closer to the end of their career than to the beginning. What you probably don't think about is a 22 or a 23-year-old Bachelor of Commerce graduate with excellent management skills and great technical skills. The truth is, though, that these young farmers are not as much of a unicorn as you might think. They're excited to go into agriculture, they see a great future, and are looking to overcome some of the barriers to entry. My name is Mike Von Massow, and this is the Food Focus Podcast. We appreciate you bearing with us. Uh, I took some time off after the semester ended uh, to recharge my batteries, and this is the first episode in a while. We will be getting back again to regular episodes and, and appreciate you bearing with us. In this episode, we talked to two young University of Guelph graduates, graduated with a Bachelor of Commerce in Food and Agribusiness, about why they want to be farmers, what being a farmer means to them, and some of the challenges to starting a career in farming. Uh, I think, uh, once again, these aren't unicorns. These are, are real people with real potential who see real promise in the business of agriculture. I think you'll find the conversation interesting. Well, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the time. I'm, I'm looking forward to our discussion. Nice being on here. Okay. Well, guys, I've, I've always wanted to have a discussion uh, with, with some young people like you to talk about. Uh, we hear these stories about farmers are getting older, uh, a crisis because, because we're, we're not getting young people into farm. But both of you, I know, are hoping to farm one day. And so I just thought I'd get I'd get a perspective from you. What what's interesting? What what are you looking for? Why 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 does the prospect excite you? So so let's start with Paul. Paul, why why, why do you think farming is a is an attractive role for you? For one thing, the you did mention that there's a little bit of an aging population there, so there's certainly opportunity in farming. Uh, one of the big pluses of going to uh, Guelph for the egg program is you know there's tons of jobs out there, whether directly in agriculture or one of the more uh, related uh, type of thing with banking. Uh, the thing that I like a lot about farming is every day is different uh, and every farm is different. There's no one secret to success. So you get to go out there, you get to, uh, I guess, be your own man and make some decisions. And every day comes with its own challenges. And it's I always very much enjoy that. How about you, Nolan? Uh, one of the things I guess that's attractive to it about me is the process of producing food, being able to see it through its whole its whole cycle, whether it's growing grains and oil seeds, whether it's raising cattle or poultry or something, but just being able to see from the start what it is coming to fruition at the end of the season or the end of the year is super rewarding. And I'd say one of the other interests for me is just keeping the family tradition alive. So as many generations as I can count on both sides of my family is farmed. So I just think being able to continue that would be super rewarding, really. Okay, so so there's some tradition. Paul, you're also from a farming family, uh, and and so there's there's some tradition, but there's also this isn't just putting seed in the ground and 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 waiting and harvesting it in the fall. It's not just sort of having some cows in the barn and milking them. This is technical and a management role and, and and challenging. And I think lots of people don't understand sort of the breadth of responsibility that farmers have. Yeah, I, I'd say absolutely. Um, the, there's a 
ton of responsibility on the farm. And like, I come from a dairy farm where, uh, I mean, you go in the morning and you, you check the barns and sometimes you, you come in the barn and you almost wish you didn't come in the barn. And other days, like today, you go in the barn, you check the barn, everything looks good. Cows are well-maintained and yeah, things are just chugging along. So every day is different and yeah, you just have to deal with it as it comes up. What do you think that people don't understand about farming? You've, I mean, you've all, both been at Guelph for, for the last few years and, and you've met some non-farmers, I'm sure, even in high school and, and, and in your broader social circles, you, you run into people who have sort of these misconceptions of farming. Nolan, what do you think those, what do you think those include? What do you think people don't understand about farming? I think there's kind of two ones that stand out to me the most. Uh, one that all farmers are super rich and have a lot of time on their hands. Um, <laughs> sometimes that is true, depending like each situation is different. Like Paul said, like every farmer runs their operation a little bit differently. Some farmers are a lot more hands-on. Some farmers are more of managers when they have large operations and they see how their employees do things. But like as a general oversight, I don't think that's, a good way to put a label on a farmer is that, you know, they can go on vacation whenever they want or that they can buy whatever they want. Cause that's, that's really just not, not good to put that whole label on all farmers. Okay. Paul, anything to add to that? Yeah. I would just say, um, especially from the public perspective side, um, I'd say there's a lot of misconception either on the one hand, uh, sometimes they can see farmers as, uh, the old fashioned type of farmer. Uh, where they they go out and they and they milk the cows and they've got a few cows that they take care of and it's a really nice nice picture but it's not really the the real picture a lot of farms are pretty technologically advanced you got some robotics going on and a lot of the the equipment's getting a lot bigger and it's uh yeah, it's it, it's really come along in the last especially the last uh, 40 50 years i would say um, the other side of it, uh, some people have a negative uh, view of farming too or of farmers especially um, with animal farmers, right? You got, you got animals you have to take care of and uh, yeah, it can be difficult some days. And sometimes the perspective uh, on, on animal farmers can be uh, slanted that we don't care about our animals, but I would say they couldn't be anything farther from the truth. We, we go out there and we care for them every day. Yeah. And, and so I, I think both of you raised some really good, really good points here that, that people don't have a good understanding of, of, what keeps people busy day to day, Nolan, you know, that, you know, you have this perception. I, I, I remember talking to friends. Uh, I grew up in Western Canada and, and not on a farm, but you know, you say, Oh, well, these grain farmers, they put seed in the ground. Uh, they may have to go out and check the fields and then they harvest it in the fall. They get the whole winter off. Well, there are some, uh, there are some elements where you do get uh, some seasonal work for some types of farms and, and, and maybe a lighter load at some times, but a heavier load at, at other times. Uh, but, uh, but, but it is hard work. And, and one thing I heard both of you talk about is sort of the technical aspect of it. Like this isn't just easy, right? There, there are, there's way more technology. Uh, there's, there's way more understanding of, uh, of soils, of different crops, of rotations, of weed management, of nutrition, of animal health, of all of these things that that farmers really need to be excellent managers and have a have a wide breadth of understanding. Both of you are graduating 
very soon. I think Nolan's got one thing left. I think Paul finished yesterday. Both of you graduating really soon and and have a, a university degree, which includes business training, financial training, understanding of technology, all of these things, and and probably still have a bunch to learn to 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 be a successful farmer. Would you would you agree with that? Absolutely. I'd say there's uh, especially like I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to the farm and uh, it's going to take me a little while to, to regain my groove here because it's been a been, been away from it for a while. And like just this morning, too, like I said, I was out there and it's kind of like, OK, yeah, just kind of pick things up again where you left off. Going forward, Nolan, I know that you're not going directly back to farming. You you hope to get into farming eventually. You're going to a, a, a finance role. Why take that step through a finance role? Um, I think not only will it give me a really good understanding of of how the finances of farming, all aspects of farming, the different industries work, but um, the opportunity to go home and farm right now just isn't just isn't there for me. So my family sold their um, their dairy farm in about two thousand and seven. Um, I was quite young. I wasn't around it a whole lot at that age. Um, so I grew up just outside of the farm, just living around various dairy farms, cash crop farms, some beef farms. Um, from a young age, I started working on numerous of them or all around my neighbors, just kind of being around them. And then when I did get to an age to actually hold a real part-time job, uh, I worked at a neighboring dairy farm for be about six years before they sold out and I came to university. Uh, but during that time, I started to accumulate my own small herd of cattle um, like a high genetic level herd that we take to shows all around um, Ontario and Canada. So I've maintained that through university and I I plan to continue that through uh, my employment with Farm Credit. And then that's kind of what I plan to, to keep going with after school, um, maybe to take that more seriously once I can invest a lot more of my capital and my time into it, not being in school and hopefully one day even just run a small beef herd of maybe some cow calf pairs or some stalker calves cuz i have worked with those in the past so so partly is there's there's not an opportunity to walk home and sort of participate in, and 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 i'm going to get in a little bit to some of the challenges of growing but but you've sort of grown into this role of of farmer uh from outside almost i mean you had exposure but but kind of uh, kind of come along and learned it yourself you spent the last week at a cattle show too didn't you instead of writing exams <laughs> yes i did yeah we yeah. showed it sh- showed an ancaster this past week now so paul you you are from a dairy farm um uh, you're going home you're not i don't want to put words in your mouth but you're going home to see how it works you're not the only one who'd like to come home, but you are going home to work as an employee at the farm for, for a while to see how that works out. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So I, I, uh, I had, I did the co-op program throughout university, which is really nice because then you can pick up a few, uh, four month terms. I had one eight month term with, the with, with the bank as well. I really enjoyed it. I really do like the financial side of farming. Um, if I were not going back to the farm, I would definitely have gone into banking. But the opportunity came up at home. My, my oldest brother, actually, he, he recently bought his own dairy farm that his family's moving on to. So the, uh, there's some room that opened up here. And well, I mean, the timing's right. And I'm happy to go home and 
granted, I'm going home as a, to start out as more of an employee, not signing on to any shares or anything like that. But that's something that can come in the future. I've got other siblings to to uh, keep in mind as well, right? My my parents have a lot to to work through that way, but we'll just take it one step at a time. So 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 it's interesting. Two different perspectives. Nolan, your family got out of farming and you're you're trying to sort of reestablish. And and we we often have the perception, well, if your parents are farmers, it's easy to go home. But Paul, you highlight there there are maybe several family members who'd like to come home and managing and and balancing and and fairness uh, needs to be considered needs to be considered as well. Uh, so so it's not easy. What are from your perspectives? some of the challenges to, to getting into farming. Paul, maybe we'll start with you on this one. Yeah, so just from, from my perspective, I would say that succession would be a big challenge, not only for myself, but for a lot of farm families. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of kids love farming. They grow up on it. They want their kids to grow up on it. There's that whole family aspect of it. So when you come from a large family, then you know things are going to be, I wouldn't say tough, but they're going to be a little bit difficult to work through. And you have to work through it as a family. And I think that's a big thing. Uh, another thing I've heard a lot with succession is that fair and equal aren't always the same thing. I think it'll be really interesting to see how that works out with our family. Uh, personally, I'm not too worried about our family. We're, uh, we're pretty tight knit and we've always gotten along. So looking forward to working through that with the rest of them. And then from more of an outside perspective, I'd say uh, dairy farming is a really tough one to get into. They have some programs, but usually it involves a lot of waiting and a lot of planning ahead of time. And yeah, it's tough with, with quota, but I mean, there's, uh, I'm not sure there's a better way. Well, we hear a lot about dairy farming. I think that's true. And I expect we'll hear similar things from Nolan. I, th- I think it's not cheap to start a farm. Uh, you know, it's, it's different than a lot of small businesses. You know, if I wanted to start a small retail business or something, I could, I, 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 I'd have significant risk. I mean, there are any small business, there is significant risk, but I wouldn't have to invest in uh, in a bunch of assets just to be able to get started. And, and we're talking land, we're talking equipment, all of these things that that create a significant burden just to start out. You can't it's it's hard to start small. Uh, and, and Nolan, I, I don't mean to steal your thunder, but uh, but uh, what, what do you see as some of the challenges to, to getting to where you'd like to get to? I think bo- like both of you guys mentioned, definitely the capital aspect is is going to be uh, a diff- like a difficult aspect to get into any kind of farming. Um, but more specifically in my situation, I think being able to allocate the time to dedicate to it because I plan on kind of building it up while I'm still working full time. So it's kind of a, maybe a shift one day, or maybe I can maintain the, the full time off farm work. Um, but I think being able to dedicate enough time for, for it to be successful and not just um, maybe a, a break even or just kind of a hobby is, is what will definitely be difficult. Yeah, that, that's. I have I have a friend who works full time. Actually, one of the guys who came to speak to our class, uh, and and he used to talk about recreational tillage, where he'd go home and farm on the weekends, and and yeah. say, well, he he had his job, uh, and he had the he had the farm on, on the weekends, but it, it's not a guaranteed success. 
Uh, and and it takes more time than people generally think uh, to, to get that done. So where do you keep your, your cattle that you have now? Yeah, so the, the farm I used to be an employee at uh, before I came to university, um, since they sold the cows, they did have some empty barn room for when they expanded and like more into beef and, and grew a, a herd there. So we board them there. Um, it's still nice. They still have the land base and, and all the equipment that they do. Um, a lot of the harvesting, I do help out when I can still kind of around my, my other job and, and some free time to kind of make it a little bit easier on them, but still chores to do morning and night. And luckily I do own them, most of the animals with my brother who does live at home and work, work around there. So he's able to kind of help do chores when I'm, when I'm not around. Good. We talked about some of those challenges. Let's talk a little bit about skills. What do you think are 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 skills that that you have or need to develop to 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 make you successful as a farmer? You can talk about your training. You can talk about experience. You can talk about gaps that that you think maybe you need to you need to fill. Nolan, let's start with you. Uh, the one that's super um, obvious to me has been planning. Um, there's a bunch of different aspects of planning, whether it's financial planning, um, planning, or at least for me, what I'm going to be doing with each, uh, with each animal to try and maximize profits, whether, whether it's actually writing things down and making a concrete plan or just working to formulate it in your head, or for me kind of talking it over with, with my brother. And I guess in this instance, business partner, um, just what we're going to be doing with each one and making sure we're on the same page and kind of moving that into like how it's going to be in the future, myself planning, um, how to allocate the resources, not only money, but time uh, to, to try and make it into a business and not just a hobby. That's near and dear to my heart, Nolan. I'm glad to hear you say planning. Uh, that, that means we can, we can, you can graduate now. I'll, I'll sign off. You got a good grade. Cause that's exactly what I think is an important, an important thing. How about you, Paul? Yeah, I'd say very similar. Uh, maybe I use the word management um, just in terms of like, how do you how do you manage? I guess yeah, that's very similar to planning because how do you manage your time? How do you manage uh, if you have people working for you? How do you manage their time and how do you do things going forward? Right. Where do you see your farm or how do you want to get there? What, what are your plans? How do you want to manage that kind of those sort of things? That's great. I think I think uh, we've 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 gone a long way to sort of getting a good understanding of of where you guys are. That farmers aren't just old guys like me, but that there are uh, bright young people who are keen to get in for a variety of reasons. And I, I I appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with me. One last question: Is there anything that you thought I would ask that I didn't ask, or any point you wanted to make about? about being a young potential farmer that, that, uh, before we go. Yeah, I can, I can start. Uh, just the one thing I think is critical for, for our farm would be, um, that you need to maintain a balance between your, your family and your farm and your community. Uh, I think that's one thing that, that can be a struggle too. I think sometimes the farm can get very busy and it's, and it's tough to find a balance. And I, I think another thing that's important to note with, with modern farming, if you want to call it that, uh, it's not just hard work. 
in, in the sense that it is still hard work, but it's more than that now where it's a lot of uh, management. You have to think ahead and plan things, like especially if you're in cropping, you got to look ahead. Okay, what kind of uh, tillage system do we want to go with? We want to go no-till, we want to go full tillage. What, what's, what's our land base like? And it's the same thing with dairy farming too. How do you want to move forward? Do you want to go more robotics? Do you have good labor? Can you stick it out with your old parlor? Can you, do you need to put a new one in? Kind of those decisions all have to be made while the, all of the physical labor still has to be done as well. So it's not just about the physical labor. And in fact, it's probably more important that those, you, the, the physical labor is still there and, and it's still part of, probably part of the fun, but all of these other things are more important that, that there's sort of the iceberg under the water that people don't think about and don't see and don't, and, and don't anticipate. Nolan, anything to add? Yeah, I thought maybe didn't I think, but one of the one of the things that comes to mind when we talk about this is like how to introduce agriculture to people that might not kind of be introduced to it. Because I I know there are a lot of people um, in our program and in different ag programs at Guelph that maybe don't come from a farm, so they might not have the same um, kind of background knowledge about how to get into farming after school. Maybe a lot of them will kind of just hop into like a secondary role like Paul was talking about earlier, whether it be banking, maybe um, more of a sales job. But there could definitely be a lot of them that um, just through like their personality, you can kind of see that like they could be suited to being a farmer if they if they had an opportunity or, or could find a way to get into farming. So I think being able to, to broadcast that, that the misconception that you have to be born into a farm to one day have a farm. It, it's not, it's not true, but it definitely does help. Um, I think that's something that, that a lot of people don't understand about the, the ag industry. Yeah. Good. And, and, and again, you can start with bite-sized chunks that you like you are, so you can work and, and, and sort of build up. Uh, it, it is easier if you have a family farm, but anyone can do it. And, and it can be a, uh, a rewarding both financially and personally role and uh, I wish both of you great success I know you're both graduating uh, and uh, stay in touch uh, I always love to hear back from from former students and uh, maybe I'll come down and visit sometime thanks for having us That wraps up another episode of the Food Focus podcast. We very much appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you just discovered Food Focus, you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. If you enjoy the podcast, please give us a review. It helps others find us. Before we go, I want to thank my producer, Zach, for his hard work in making each episode sound good and for his original music that helps us transition. He does the hard work and we get to have all of the fun. Thanks. Have a great day.